Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here on a Wednesday night. As always, make sure to use the hashtag VSIN Live Bet if you have a bet or a question. We can discuss it here on the show. A lot to get to, though, in the NBA tonight here, West, Some close games in the association, which is what we love to see. Yeah. Competitive basketball going down to the wire. Without we question. Saw, we just saw the Raptors go ahead and beat the Knicks in the Garden, snapping their eight-game win streak. And we love to see Tim Hardaway see yes, all sir. three of these as he goes over his prop. Thank there, you very much, sir. There we go. So you know how you no longer have to sweat that game out. Now, now, uh, well, now Anthony oh, Edwards. Oh, yeah. I do have Anthony Edwards. So there, there's, there's always a sweat. I've always got crap going everywhere. Get Put that on a t-shirt. I hope the bosses are watching. I've always, I've always got, a, I'm all about the action. I just want more winning than losing one, yeah. so. All about that action, boss. Yeah, Tim Maybe Hardaway. that's what we should do. We should put that on a shirt. There's always a sweat on yeah. the front. There's a, there's, and then all about that action. On there's the always games tomorrow, and there's always West Coast games, kid. <laughs> there's always the Hawaii game. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes it gets you even deeper. Um, but right now, over in Houston, the Orlando Magic lead the Houston Rockets 99-95. to Magic laying three and a half totals at 224 and a half. This one's been kind of a back-and-forth affair between these two teams, neither of which is particularly any good. So the points being uh, through the roof, I yes. think it was pretty expected. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, uh, between these two teams. I mean, you know, these are young guys getting after it. Uh, 
you know, they're still competing. You know, everybody, when, whenever you talk like Tank Palooza, it's like, oh, the players just aren't going to give any effort no, because trying. they want, they don't give a damn about some foreign player or some kid in college. Mm -hmm. They care about their job. Now, the organization tanks and the organization sets you up maybe to fail, but nevertheless, uh, 99 and 98 Orlando over Houston. So, uh, a lot of teams that are uh, two teams have been in the lottery quite frequently, probably going to be there again. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe wanting uh, the services of one Victor Wembanyama mm -hmm. or perhaps uh, Scoot Henderson, who's playing right here in Henderson for the uh, G League at night. I believe he was uh, yeah. playing last night. Yeah, they were. They had like the G League showcase thing going on during the day as well. I yeah, that on my TV. They, they, uh, they, they had, There's all kind of stuff like here in town that like I have no idea what's going on. I was like, there was a game. You know, like I was, I was so focused a couple weeks ago on the doubleheader at the MGM Grand uh, that Indiana and Arizona were part of in the second game. I forgot that there was another tournament over over at Mandalay Bay because I was actually talking to somebody who was out here in Vegas. They for some reason thought the game was at Mandalay Bay. Oh. And we're late getting to the Indiana game because there was another tournament over there. I'm like, guys, get 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 you a Don Vest screen, get you an app, go to Beeson.com. We got a schedule. Get you, get you some Wi-Fi. We we got a schedule up there to let you know where the venues are for these games. Yeah, just Google where is the Indiana game. Because yeah, if 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 I was with a buddy and he did that to me, that'd be not, not great. No, I mean they'd be. Uh, uh, an, an assault somewhere uh, on the Las Vegas Strip if that would have happened to me. That's assault, brother. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. Uh, Blazers and the Thunder, though, in Oklahoma City, tied up at 91. Five minutes and change left to go. Right now, Portland laying two and a half, total 207 and a half. But this Blazers team, they've also been a team that surprised mm -hmm. early on in this season. Damian Lillard coming back from the injuries last season. Yeah. He's been banged up this year as well. And, and, but and, they've played well as And a team. actually got some decent defensive numbers for a team that couldn't guard a lamppost yeah. the last few years. But uh, Dame, uh, not the best shooting night. 2 of 11 from 3, 16 points for Dame. Uh, SGA uh, 23 uh, for the Thunder uh, leading there. And... Blazers got a lot of the action here. Even though you didn't see, really see a lot of line movement, they closed pretty much three and a half across the board, so we got a close game there. Close game in Houston, also a close game in the Twin Cities. Well, we got a game that's about to tip off in six minutes over in Sacramento. Lakers-Kings, they renew that rivalry from way back when. Over at DraftKings, the Lakers... Oh, what, what did, no, what did Phil Jackson once... Remember, remember the Lakers-Kings in the early 2000s? Oh, was, what a great was, rivalry was that was. It was amazing. And I forget what Phil Jackson called it. Did he call Sacramento like Cowtown? Yeah, because they, they, they were using... like They, they used the cowbells. Yes, or whatever, to, yes. Like, to make the noise inside Arco, then Arco yes. Arena. Now they play in a new building in Sacramento. One, maybe one of the more devastating losses for a team because the Kings in yeah. Game 7, it looked like they were going to slay the Dragon. They were going to beat Kobe and Shaq and the Lakers and big shot Bob happened Robert yeah. Ori with that Robert three I, I that's one of those shots like I always remember it's a, in remember the NBA playoffs one of the more intense series that you can see in an NBA playoff and obviously now has the connotation uh, of the Tim Donahue and yeah. that scandal and and, and and I and I love and I love that because there was like some real heat Oh, there yeah. was some real dislike they between those them. two teams. They I mean, like, you know, Vladi Divas. He's a flopper. Exactly. He, uh, you would hear that in Staples Center yeah. everywhere. Vladi, of course, the uh, former Laker, uh, part of the Kobe Bryant. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
funny how all that stuff worked together. But we and everybody, what made that series so intense was that we all knew that that was the real NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. No, no disrespect to the then New Jersey Nets, but yes. the Lakers swept them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, like, and, 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 and it was, was my Pacers the one time they got to the NBA Finals in 2000, lost in six yes. games to yeah. Kobe and Shaq. That was a Blazers Lakers rivalry, another good West mm-hmm. Coast rivalry mm-hmm. way back when. There, that series. No, no, and, and playoff basketball, man, it's hard to beat. Hard, 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 hard to beat, man, it's because. Tough. Especially when you've got some like real hatred. Like I say, hate is good, at least in sports. In sports, it is. We all love sports hate. But uh, nonetheless, so the Lakers are catching eight points against the Kings. Would have told you that before the season started. Total 240, Lakers plus 290 on the money line. Anything for you here, though, on the side or total? Yeah, nothing on the side or total for me. LeBron is going to play no AD for the Lakers tonight. Austin Reeves also out, as is uh, Russell Westbrook. Sabonis was dealing with a little hand issue, but he's going to go. Harrison Barnes also going to go. So it looks like the uh, Sacramento Kings are going to be at full strength. The uh, above 500 Sacramento Kings at 16 and 13. So De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, Domana Sabonis, the regular lineup for the Lakers. We do have uh, LeBron, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, Patrick Beverly, Dennis Schroeder, and Thomas Bryant. The two things I do have here, I do have Dennis Schroeder over... What did I have? Was it 13 and a half points? I'm seeing, I, I'm seeing 13 and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I played. I played Dennis Schroeder over points. I usually hate doing that mm-hmm. when a guy comes off his career or a season high, which he had 30 last time out. But I think Schroeder is, is going to get a look tonight with all these guards out, with Russ out, you know, with AD, even though he's not a guard, even though he can play like a guard sometimes. Uh, <laughs> With uh, Austin Reeves out, I thought Schroeder was going to get a look. And I also like Thomas Bryant. Mm. Points and rebounds combined. I took over 22 and a half. Uh, with AD out, just not a lot of size on this Laker team. And Thomas Bryant, by the way, I think over the last three games has been averaging like 17 and a half points, about seven and a half rebounds. So if he plays to his averages, I think he's going to get a shot. And plus Sacramento, even though this is a 16 and 13 team, this is not a very good defensive team, and this is a team that's one of the higher-paced teams in the league. That's why you see a total of 240 and a half, yeah. I believe, at, at William Hill, 240 right now at DraftKings. So that's why I like the over-props with uh, Schroeder and Bryant tonight. This number's not low, but the more you talk about this game and how it might be played, it kind of jumps out to me. And that's the LeBron assists over. Mm-hmm. It's set at 6.5 right now over at DraftKings, but – Total of 240. We're expecting to see a lot of possessions in this game. Not a great defense by Sacramento. Right. And also, the defense oftentimes can probably key in on LeBron, and then he gets to do what he loves to do, mm-hmm. his best attribute, which is facilitating. Would you maybe play an over six and a half on LeBron assists? No, I, I think that absolutely makes sense uh, because, you know, that's what he wants to do. And, you know, you got you to gotta give these other guys a chance here. I know. Yeah. You know, the temptation is to play points over, obviously, because AD and Russ are out. Yeah, so he's going to get shots up. Yeah, that 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 he's just going to you know have 25 attempts or something like that. And he is certainly going to be aggressive offensively. But what he's really going to be aggressive is driving to the basket and you know having the defense collapse on him, kick out and see if uh, Schroeder and see if you know Pat Bev or Lonnie Walker or some of these guys can hit some threes. Yeah, so I think I think LeBron assists over is uh, another way to go ahead and play this, especially if you like the Lakers. Uh, if you want to, if you don't want to take the eight and you want to play it through a prop, maybe LeBron on the over six and a half assists. So uh, right now in the NBA, we got the close games going on there in college football. Though Western Kentucky, the Hilltop, not a close extend- game. No, not a close game. 
They extend their lead against South Alabama 24-0 early in the still early in the second quarter in this game. There's 926 to go until halftime. This game's been on for about yeah. an hour and and, and and you know, sometimes uh there's something to be said for that in hindsight. And I did lean South Alabama, didn't end up mm-hmm. betting it, but when a team doesn't have bowl experience and they're not used to this schedule, you know, these different bowl practices, and then when you go there, every bowl game like has some kind of event where mm-hmm. they have a Okay, these guys played, you know, pool against the, or some kind of competition yeah, yeah, they always a, have. Yeah, there was like a charades and, competition. And you go something. get the swag bags from the sponsors, depending on the bowl game, you know, what you have, you know, iPads or, you know, head Beats by Dre headphones or Watches. there's all kind of like gift packages and whatnot. So guys aren't used to that, you know, where they're traveling somewhere and then they have pep rallies and all that stuff. Yeah. When you're in a different city, Western Kentucky, a lot more use of that. This is their fourth straight bowl game. South Alabama hadn't been since 2016. So now when you think about it in hindsight, makes a lot of sense to see uh, why the score is what it is. But I did not expect it to be this lopsided. I don't think anybody expected it to be this lopsided here. And also the added element of Austin Reed coming back. Maybe mm-hmm. it kind of gave them a shot in the arm. The Hilltoppers. The, the, the Austin, back. the uh, glasses shattering. The Texas rattlesnake. <laughs> Austin is here. Yeah, that, that Stone Cold's music. Um, I don't think that, that this Austin is quite the same. No, Pro- doesn't, probably, doesn't quite get the same pop. Probably that not Steve as Austin yeah, did. probably not as charismatic. But we're hoping he's a good guy. He's playing well tonight, and his team is up by 24 here in the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. We'll be back with more of this on the other side. This is Beeson Live Bet tonight. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. That's my This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every bowl game. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. RNL Carriers Bowl in New Orleans. Rolling along. Looks like the Jaguars are starting to move the football here, West, Maybe showing a sign of life on offense, mm-hmm. perhaps. Trying to be like a, another Jaguars. Uh, get behind early and then uh, find your find your way back here as that is going to be a first down. So uh, 6.55 left to go and uh, uh, 61 and a half the total. That's right around actually where it was when these lines first came out when they announced the uh, all the bowls on that Sunday a few weeks ago. Uh, Hilltoppers minus 19 and a half. Yeah, I'm seeing now they're catching 17 and a half. So they keep moving the football here. Oh, big hit. Man, he popped yeah. right back up. But that was a, a nice little form tackle there by Western Kentucky. So we'll have our eyes on that contest. We're also underway in Sacramento. We previewed that game in the last segment there. Wes on a couple of props. He's on the Thomas Bryant points rebounds combined on the over there. Then also on the over for Dennis Schroeder's points there at 13 and a half shooter popular though we were talking about that yeah. a couple of minutes ago that uh, james worthy on the lakers broadcast like shooter for his yeah player that, of the game. that that is one of the things that worries me and i did say that being that he scored 30 that was his season yeah. high but a lot of that too is because he's getting minutes because these guys have been out you know you got reeves out tonight you got russell westbrook out tonight you got ad out tonight so uh We'll see if uh, if Schroeder can uh, if Schroeder can get some shots off, or if he's going to be the distributor. Uh, nevertheless, but the uh, Lakers up eleven to seven very early on. Neither team shooting the ball well from the three early on. Yeah, so far 
LeBron James, four points and a rebound. Then Patrick Beverly, the same four points and a rebound for L.A. And for the Kings, it is Harrison Barnes who has a three-pointer. He leads the way. So very, very early on. But we'll keep our uh, eyes on that game out there in Sacramento. Also around in the association, Oklahoma City looks like they're going to go ahead and defeat the Portland Trailblazers 101 to 98. Yeah, point, point 0.3 left on the clock. Blazers do have a timeout. So point 0.3 is like the bare minimum for a catch and shoot. Yeah. Anything less than that, it would have to be a tip in. So we'll keep an eye on that. Portland will have an opportunity to inbound. And then uh, uh, 101.97. Oh, no. What what just happened? <laughs> if Western Kentucky just picked them off in the okay, <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, South Alabama is not uh, it's not their night. No, it it hasn't been. It certainly hasn't been their half. As, is he uh, saying there should be a flag? I don't think there was a flag thrown because his so the quarterback for South Alabama his arm gets hit mm-hmm. as he's throwing it, so it obviously took velocity off of the ball. It's lofting into the end zone. He kind of had a guy open on that sideline, but not really. It'd have been a yeah. tight throw. But the fact that it got compromised by the defender, then the safety can just come over the top and just make it easy. If you watch right there, I, it makes an easy little pop fly interception. I was distracted by the last two threes by uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, two bricks. I mean, absolute bricks. You could build a castle. You could build Paisley Park, another version of Prince's Homes. Yeah. Paisley Park with some of those go. bricks. So uh, Let's not go we'll too see. crazy we'll, with we'll, we'll, we'll see if Edwards uh, uh, gets, a, gets another shot here, but it looks like it's going to fall just short, so we're going to split the props in that particular game. As I don't know if Austin Rivers is going to give this ball up. He is not. He'll take the layup, so... Split there. Dallas going to win 104 to 99 in Minnesota. Mavericks get the cover. Game goes well under to the total. Pass interference now called on South Alabama. They're going for the juggernaut, Western Kentucky. Is they like a wide receiver mm-hmm. pass? At, who, this is the game might really just run away from uh, the Jaguars here, but the Hilltoppers all over them in the second quarter. But uh, in college basketball, we haven't talked a lot of college basketball recently. I wanted to update the folks right now who are just tuning in. Florida State. Leads Notre Dame 71-66, under three minutes to go. Right now you can get Notre Dame plus 520 on the money line. Some of these money line yeah. prices, we've talked about them in the past, but it seems a little extreme, <laughs> plus 520 for a team that's down only by five. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I didn't know what to do with that. Both those teams off really bad losses, so didn't end up uh, getting involved. Uh, by the way, we've been kind of keeping track of uh, loose monitoring over the last uh, couple nights of these big favorites mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, the game before Christmas. No problem for the Houston Cougars, by the way. They do. They were 36-point favorites. I almost took McNeese State. I'm glad I didn't. 83-44 to 44 over McNeese. So no problem there. And, and Houston actually came off a huge win on the weekend, uh, winning at University of Virginia. So uh, Houston goes ahead and gets the cover as a big favorite. So no trouble there. Memphis does not uh, get the same fate, though. They do not cover against Alabama State, 83-61. to Ohio State off that tough loss in North Carolina, 95-61 all over Maine. So, yeah, just looking at this, Purdue is in another situation, too. Line went down, though. Zach Eady out tonight due to an illness. So, you know, maybe illness slash load management, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 47 to 33 over New Orleans here. 1340 left to go in the second half. Are they load managing in college? I don't know if they are. It was described as illness. I have not seen, but I saw that Zach Eady, who 
right now I looked at DraftKings and we were talking about that with Matt Grill last night in terms of, you know, the team futures. I even looked over at the player futures. Zach Eady, even money right now to win the player of the year. That might be a little bit of an overreaction, but you got to move it, you know, or you don't want to necessarily get cooked, I guess, on these lines. But, you know, Zach Zach Eady, I think, you know, if it were today, he would win the the player of the year in college basketball. But we're only like, what, like three? Three weeks in the conference play or two weeks in the conference play? Yeah, seems yeah. Like so, 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 so let's let's hold the phone on that. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, but Zach Eady certainly, you know, a clear consensus first team All American right now. Which is interesting in college basketball with betting like a future like that, like an award, because and I get it. The people who vote on this on college basketball the awards, they're obviously dialed in all throughout the season. But the general discussion and the general kind of buzz about a player. Mm-hmm. Unless you're one of those Zions or you were like Trey Young when he was early on at Oklahoma and like every night on Sports Center was like Trey Young was just hitting all these crazy threes. It's hard to get that buzz at this point of the year. It almost feels like, all right, for somebody to be even money, all it takes is a player to go off in conference play once we right. get to January. Right. And now that the NFL games are just down to the playoffs, college basketball is gonna start to get a little bit more buzz. That player could all of a sudden just vault right into that conversation as well, just because now we're starting to actually pay attention as a collective. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. So, you know, there's a lot to shake out. And I mean, basically what you're doing if you're doing these awards oh. markets is that's a nice snatch. Let me interrupt myself. That's that's worth interrupting there. That was a nice one handed snatch in the end zone by the South Alabama defender. Man. So uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe that's the momentum because they're obviously very happy with their teammate there. So let's see if they can capitalize yeah. on that. Austin Reed looked like he was going to have a touchdown here, and I believe uh, Banks was the defender for South Alabama. Just absolutely snatched that out of the air with one I hand. Mean, that, yeah, that, that that that's a, that's an SC top ten or any highlight show <laughs> top ten tonight. What a hell of a snatch there! An absolute no doubt or one. And it, and, it, and the kid's name was Yam, a man named Yam with the uh, one-handed interception for the Jaguars. The wham bam, thank you, Yam. Yes, on, on the pick right there, Jesus. Wham, wham yeah, <laughs> yes, wham. Uh, and by the way. Uh, Everybody's now doing their list. I wonder if Mitch and Paul are going to do their lists on hmm. Follow the Money for the best Christmas songs. Oh. That seems like a Follow the Money segment. Yeah, that, that does seem like right so, up the alley. Uh, Last Christmas has got to be in the top ten, and it should be the Wham version, not these other cover BS versions. <laughs> the original OG Wham, where George Michael and Andrew Ridgely are on the ski lodge, and George Michael's ex-girlfriend is now with his former bandmate, Andrew Ridgely. So that was like the story, which was a weird Christmas story because it was like... Very weird. But nevertheless, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. A total classic. <laughs> I hope you don't judge me, but back in high school, like I used to have like an alarm and I'd set it to my, some of my ringtones mm-hmm. and wake me up before you go. It was always my ringtone. Jitterbug. Exactly. A little jitterbug, yeah. you know. Jitterbug. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I had that. Matt Santos can't even contain himself back there. He's laughing at us. But I was just saying, it was one of my, it's just, you know, like the chorus, like, wake me up. Yes. You know, know, it's it's a good alarm. George Michael had some bangers. So (laughs) haters to the left, okay, or I'm pointing to the right. My left, your right. Haters to the left. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> yes. But a uh, fun fact about me, I don't know if it's ever going to be in a trivia or anything, but there you go. Um, also in college basketball, TCU-Utah, pretty competitive game out there in Salt Lake City. TCU leads at 50-46. to 46. The big fella, Eddie Lampkin, by the way, mm-hmm. back. Remember how good he was in the NCAA tournament he last year for star. TCU. <laughs> so uh, 
He is back and not a moment too soon for the Horned Frogs. There you go. <laughs> They're laying four and a half total, 138 and a half. If it weren't for copyright issues, I'd hope that we could go out to uh, Jitterbug I Wham, but, you know, oh, hey. I'll, hey, I'll hey. get a suit at some point. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> We're going to try not to next segment. It's VSIN Live Bet tonight. and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSEN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook and gear up because it's college bowl season. Log in to Bet Rivers every single game day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect college game day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, about halfway through the show. Uh, close game right now, Wes, here in college hoops between Florida State and Notre Dame. And the oh, wow, just turned the ball over. Man, huh? he had a guy wow. cut into the basket, threw it from about just the other side of the midcourt line. And just overcooked it, and Florida State goes ahead and gets the steal and the win here. Uh, Notre Dame now falls to seven and five, four and ten now are the Florida State Seminoles. Irish were the consensus favorite, minus one and a half at DraftKings, pretty much two about everywhere else. So uh, uh, Leonard Hamilton's bunch get a rare win so far this year, four and ten. Just not used to seeing that program start off so slow. But uh, Notre Dame. Ooh. Man, yeah, he just overcooked that pass and uh, no time to foul, and Florida State gets a dub. Not a great way to end if you're rooting for the Fighting Irish there. So they go ahead and catch the L against the Seminoles, and that'll do that. But we also have the game in the NBA, the last game in the association Mm -hmm. that's set to tip, 740 exact time for the tip-off between the Charlotte Hornets and the Los Angeles Clippers. Right now over at DraftKings, the Clippers, nine-point favorites, Total 229, you can get the Hornets plus 310 on the money line. Clippers uh, getting all the money here, but uh, Lonzo Ball is back for the Charlotte Hornets and uh, not a moment Lamello, too soon. Sorry, Lamello, Lamello Ball, yes. Lonzo. Lonzo's still out I was going to say, I was like, Lonzo's back? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, they could use Lonzo too along with Lamello. By the way, Hornets uh, kind of shorthanded tonight at the guard position, even though Lamello is back. Terry Rozier, doubtful tonight with a hip injury. Dennis Smith Jr. going to miss with an ankle. Paul George upgraded to probable. That's why you're seeing this late movement on the Clippers. Uh, Zubach going to go. Norman Powell going to go. Reggie Jackson going to go. Looks like Kawhi is going to go. I don't see Kawhi on the injury report. Man, that's rare. I know. That's like not seeing Tom Brady on the Patriots injury report back in the days. Like you got to cut into network programming mm. for this. Ex- exactly. This is this is like breaking news, man. <laughs> we interrupt yeah. your sitcom. It's like to let you know it's that like Kawhi we, we interrupt playing. the Zelensky speech in Congress tonight to uh, let you know that Kawhi Leonard is going to play a basketball game. <laughs> we love you, Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, but but nine, uh, some nine and a half, couple nine and a halves uh, showing one uh, out here in Vegas at the stations. Uh, I was going to lean the Hornets here because. It's one of those ones I like to play. I'm going to use that old Dave Tooley term, the uh, swagger player, Andy Swagger. Sometimes I get confused. But nevertheless, when you break a streak like that, and the Hornets did break their losing streak with the win last time out, sometimes you go back to them. Or when a team has a winning streak broken, you can sometimes fade them the next game. But 
Looks like the Clips are at full strength. This may be an in, an in play. By the way, uh, Charlotte did win in Sacramento on Monday night. I believe they had lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games Jeez. in a row. <laughs> you kept counting. Yeah. I was like, yeah, God, they, they had lost eight games in a row. They won their first game in the month against Washington, and then they lost eight ever since. Then they won in Sacramento on Monday night, 125 to 119. So I do lean Charlotte. I'm not going to get involved. This might be an in play at some point because the Clippers look like they pretty much have everybody good to go tonight. And you mentioned Paul George and the Clippers being full strength and Kawhi Leonard playing. It's not just the side that's getting hit. The total is also getting yeah. hit as well, which is interesting, though, because now we're up to 229, I believe, as the highest at DraftKings. A lot of 228 and a halfs on the board. But with the Clippers being at full strength, that means two of the better defenders. I know yeah, two of the of, better defenders in the league. Yeah, like, I know that they're not quite tippy-tippy top shape right now mm -hmm. because they've been working in and out with injuries, but Kawhi Leonard is a defensive player, the caliber kind of defender. Paul George is one of the better two-way players in the NBA. It's funny that the total is also going up with those guys. Yeah, it does kind, that does kind of surprise me because this Clipper team, when, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> when they want to, they can play really good defense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, they can, like, literally shut you down and, you know, give, give up, like, 90 points or something mm -hmm. ridiculous, like a really low offensive output from the opposition. But uh, just looking at this, I, I think uh, I'm going to wait to get involved here. I just want to see, you know, maybe if, if Clippers get out to a run early and then I can take Charlotte because I do think Charlotte is going to compete and maybe be live in the next few games to at least cover spreads with LaMelo back in the lineup. Yeah, uh, the number of guys we've talked about it, they all love the Clippers this year, so it makes sense to see them getting bet with their full-strength lineup appearing to play tonight. But uh, that's a that's a pretty big number to lay in an NBA mm -hmm. game, especially one that's in December. And we know with Christmas coming up, these teams they right. start to kind of finagle and manage and, the and teams I believe in weird just, ways to get all the guys to play on Yeah, Christmas. I want to look at the Clippers' schedule here. Because uh, they play Christmas, right? Or yeah, they, or well, they, they, have a, they, have a, they do not. They have oh, a Friday they, they night game, play. though, okay. in Philadelphia, and that's going to start a, I believe, uh, how many games is that road trip? Yeah, this is the getaway game for the Clippers, which is always kind mm -hmm. of a, a dangerous situation here because they got five straight to end the year on the road. This is their big Eastern road trip. Starting out Friday at Philly, then they go to Detroit, then they go to Toronto, and then they go to Boston, and then they uh, have New Year's Eve at Indiana to play the Pacers. So, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't agree with this steam, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on it yeah. and maybe see if I can get uh, Hornets somewhere in the double digit range. Yeah, no, I think that's a good way to to kind of assess it because sometimes when you see that number and it goes away from what you think should be the number, it's like mm -hmm. all right, maybe not necessarily go against this right now in-game, there could be an opportunity to do that and get a, an even better number, and maybe they can come in and sneak through that one there. Uh, so in college basketball, though, Wes, we have TCU-Utah. TCU continues to lead at 58-54 at the under-8 media timeout. Right now, the Horned Frogs laying 3.5 total, 142.5 in that game. Uh, the Utah squad, I mean, it's interesting because that's always a tough place to play for Pac-12 teams, but it right. appears that the Horned Frogs playing pretty well hmm. on the road being that this well, is a not so common opponent and the horn frogs were a team that really started out rough they only have one loss this year but if you call they were life and death to beat arkansas pine bluff they lost to northwestern state at home uh and it, it really i think has been because you know they didn't they didn't have lambkin for a while but now he is back mike miles who is their leading scorer 
he missed a couple games early in the season, so he is now back. So, uh, yeah, Eddie Lampkin, I believe, had had missed uh, a couple games. Yeah, he missed the last game against Mississippi Valley. So he is back, and, you know, now TCU seems to be in full strength, but TCU is a little bit of an anomaly. You know, you didn't know what to make of this team because if you look at this schedule, and they did beat Iowa, and they did beat Providence, which are two, you know, top, 70 teams, Iowa top 40. Now they're probably going to drop after that loss today. But look at who TCU has played. Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Lamar, Northwestern State, UL Monroe, Cal, besides Iowa and Providence in between Jackson State, an SMU team that's a rival but is very much down this year in Mississippi Valley State. They have played one, two, three, four, five of the 10 teams they have played are above 300 in the Ken Palm. So you played a couple swack teams that are near the bottom. So you played a soft ass schedule, TCU. Yeah. I'm just looking. Uh, let me see if they rate if I have that schedule rating in front of me. Yeah, their non conference schedule is rated 362nd. Yikes! In the country, by the way, there are 363 teams. So that tells you they played nobody. So that's why I'm a little bit gun shy mm-hmm. to get involved in their games because I do think when you're evaluating this. You have to evaluate in college basketball strength of schedule. You know, it's not a balanced schedule like like the NBA where everybody plays everybody and you just you play who you play. But in college basketball, you have to look and you know if a team's got an inflated record and see if they've played Cupcake City. And TCU has, but nevertheless, uh, they are up on the Utes. And uh, Utes, of course, uh, they knocked off Arizona. They've been the only team to beat Arizona this year. Mm-hmm. Craig Smith's got them off to a decent start, 9-3, and three, but they did just lose to their arch-rival BYU on Saturday. And for the record, this game, it's not a traditional road game here for TCU. It's being played at the Utah Jazz Arena. Okay, so it's, it's in it's Salt a, Lake a, City. Yeah, it's in yes. Salt Lake City, yes. but it's being played down the road at the Utah Jazz Arena. So it's a s- semi-away mm-hmm. game, but, I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty much an away game. Like, let's get real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, um, meanwhile, Auburn uh, trying to avoid getting swept on the West Coast. Yes. They lost at USC at the Galen Center, mm-hmm. but uh, two true road games because they're playing at the at UW's arena. They, they, they've beaten the hell out of them. They are, 54-38, <laughs> to 38, 9-15 left to go. Bruce Pearl's guys trying to get on the right track. And then one late game I had that was in the picks at a glance that you can get at vcin.com. Good start so far for USF. The Dons uh, out there on the hill, 35-11 to 11 over Arizona State. Remember, uh, and this did close two and a half. I took three and a half. But remember the Dons. This is the an interesting schedule of uh, deals in college basketball. They beat UNLV here in Vegas when UNLV, the Rebels, were undefeated. Then they have a game well, two days later on Monday against UT Arlington, and they lose at home as 15-point favorites. This is where I'm buying low against Arizona State, and so far, so good. And speaking of that UT Arlington team, the Cal Golden Bears get their first win of the season over UT Arlington today. Congratulations to Cal. We love Off it. the schneid. Off the schneid. We like when people win. So congratulations to that program out there. Uh, that does it for hour number two. We'll begin hour number three with the second half market from the RNL Carriers New Orleans. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. 
Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dad. Raise your tequila and your game. Join the Taste of Victory Challenge presented by Sincoro Tequila and compete free for your share of $15,000 in total prizes. Enter this three-part prediction pool series and make your hoops predictions to shoot for a share of the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash now to get in on the action. Sincoro Tequila, life well played. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details and always drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Not quite hour number three. Might have last, lost track of time in the yeah. last segment there. But hey, you know. Well, we and are. you know, it looked like Western Kentucky was going to lose uh, track of time. They decided to go for it. I think there was one second left off the clock. Mm-hmm. Western Kentucky, 10 plays, 75-yard drive in a minute 39. Now 32-3 over South Alabama and about to kick the extra point. 31-3 to go to the half. And, uh, was the what was the total there? Yeah, the total was uh, 28 and a half, 29 in the first sure. half, so it mattered to some. So that goes over 
I'll have to see what on the, the second time down. Yeah, and and look, uh, you know, I'll have to see what the second half total is. So I'm not going to make a recommendation until I see the number. But usually, when you get a, a something like that, and you get a late score that pushes it over the total, and it's a lopsided game like this, initial instinct would be to go to the under. But we shall see. We shall see. Just to get you some box score notes from this game, and particularly with the quarterback for Western Kentucky, Austin Reed. A lot was made about him entering the transfer portal, and then he decides to come back, and we weren't sure, is he in, is he out? Well, in that first half, Wes, 23 of 32, 329, three mm-hmm. touchdowns and an interception in the first half. Yeah. That's a full <laughs> stat line. He did that in 30 minutes. He he has, and, and uh, Smith, by the way, four catches, 121. He has a touchdown. So a touchdown to uh, four different receivers, uh, Western Kentucky, all over South Alabama. Keep in mind, WKU would this, this close four at some places, yeah, South yeah. Alabama. Yep. So uh, uh, plus two and a half in the first half, obviously the easiest bet you'll make all day with Western Kentucky, as it turned out. So uh, we will look, we will look and uh, see what we have here. South Alabama, 170 total yards. Western Kentucky, 434 in the first half. Wow. So South Alabama, look, you know, if they have any inclination of coming back, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot more. So that's going to take away the running game pretty much. But uh, we'll wait to see as we get more numbers out here in the market. But initial first instinct would be to go under in the second half. You know, it's it's funny because I believe it was the Jaguars, South Alabama, beforehand, because DraftKings always puts up the first and second half lines before the game starts. Mm-hmm. So you can bet a second half line at DraftKings prior to kickoff of a game. And I believe we have a graphic that kind of shows the second half line beforehand. And I believe this was going to be the Western Kentucky squad. No, so, yeah, South Alabama, they were three-point favorites in the second half <laughs> before the game. Now you look at it right now, and I believe South Alabama is going to end up being a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Around there, so they're still expected to win the half, largely in part because they're down by, you know, twenty yeah. points. But they go from three beforehand now three and a half. Looking at it here on some off the grid locations, and the market's still populating here for the second half. Do you ever bet some second half totals or spreads before kickoff, or do you kind of wait for things to? Play? I usually wait because I mean I think that's tough to do. You know, it's kind of like, you know, if you're betting the alternate spread market, uh, now now you can do that a little bit more in-game, but I think that that's tough to do is to bet a, a second half uh, beforehand. Before the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, if, you know, some people can do it. There's always somebody that can do something yeah. that you as a better cannot do. So uh, uh, we'll see what this is. Uh, I'm, and is it's it? almost to me, it's like if you're that confident that you're going to like a side in the second half, shouldn't you just bet – the other side in the first half? Right. Something like that. Right. Like, like, right. Like, hey, you, I think this seems going to be down you, a little you, bit. You would think so. By the way, I'm seeing some numbers come out. About 25, 25 and a half. I was hoping for uh, a, a little bit a little bit higher here. So that's going to make an adjusted number of about 58 or 59, 59 and a half. This did close 58. So, you know, just one above uh, would still lean that way. I was hoping for a better number, though. Yeah, so it's looking at three and a half as our number, the total 25, 25 and a half. So you don't really like that total there. Anything for you on the side? Mm. Like, Do you believe that the Jaguars can get back into this game? Or might not even get back into the game, make it a little bit more respectable than the 28-point uh, yeah, lead gosh. that it is right now. 
this is tough because, you know, now I'm trying to kind of figure out, okay, my initial read, even though I didn't end up betting it back in the opinion with any money, my initial read was wrong on this game uh, uh, with South Alabama here. So it's like, if you get your initial read wrong, do you know, can I make that adjustment yeah. in the second half? And sometimes that's hard to do. You know, when, when, you, when you know your initial read was wrong on the game, and more often than not, it's best just to leave it alone. Yeah, talking about uh, initial reads being wrong or right, your initial read was definitely right in the San Francisco game as they're taking on Arizona State in college basketball. The Dons West, late in the first half, they lead it 47-18. to 18. This is vintage ASU under Bobby Hurley because they are, they, are, they are good for about, you know, three or four turd performances a year. I mean, you, you can see it with this team over the years, just like inexplicable losses, you know, not playing bad against like a really good team, but against a team that you think they're going to beat. like, and actually this year, they've only had one of those there. This team's 11 and one, by the way, Arizona state. Uh, and they've got some pretty good wins, beat Michigan on a neutral one at Colorado beat Stanford at home. They're two and zero in the conference. They beat Creighton right out here in Las Vegas at the Michelob Ultra arena at Mandalay Bay. So they've got a few good wins, but they lost at in overtime to Texas Southern, who I believe is like 255 in the Ken Palm. But you look at ASU last year, they were 14 and 17. They had some really bad losses, like losing to UC Riverside at home, losing at Cal, losing at Stanford, losing at a UW team. Granted, these are road games, but UW, you know very well, was not very good. No. Uh, They're getting whacked right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so this is a team that has had. A few really erratic seasons. I remember uh, back in uh, uh, 2020, they were 20 and 11. Probably would have made the NCAA tournament, but uh, their their really good season under Hurley, I believe, was uh, 2019 when they did uh, upset St. John's in the first round, then yeah. bowed out to Buffalo, Bobby Hurley's former coaching stomping ground uh, in the second round. But yeah, San Francisco is all over this team, 47 to 20. Now they're shooting very well, so. Maybe you could look at Arizona State in game to kind of at least make this a little bit more competitive. But, you know, I, I feel like I'm on at least the right side now through 20 minutes, so I'm not getting involved. Yeah, it just feels like <clears throat> Bobby Hurley hasn't been able to kind of get that program going in the right direction, you know? Like, ever since he's been there, they've had guys. I mean, they had Remy Martin there. Yeah. He was Pac 12 player of the year and stuff. Like, they've had guys with talent, but they just haven't really been able to put it all together in a place where. It's a pretty mm -hmm. talent-rich area. That yeah, and, and, sure. and you know, the Arizona State is a program, and I, I, I don't know if you've ever been to Arizona State. I, I certainly have. It's I've a, been around that area. I've been to be, Scottsdale. I've never been beautiful, there. Tempe. Beautiful campus, beautiful scenery, not just referring to the architecture down there in Tempe. Just uh, We're picking uh, up what you're putting uh, down. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, so I don't have to go any further and uh, bury myself saying something stupid. I'm trying to save you, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate the life preserver, but... Arizona State is always one of those programs, and I'm like, man, this program should be like freaking awesome. I know you're with you're against U of A. Yeah. I know U of A is one of the great programs in the history of college basketball, but you're ASU, and I've been. I was like, who wouldn't want to go to school here and play ball? Like yeah. seriously, and Arizona State just has never and been able to have that sustained success in basketball, mm. and I and and I don't know why because. It's not like Arizona is just getting all in-state talent. Arizona's no. getting talent from around the world now with Tommy Lloyd as the coach. But, 
Yeah, I, I just always wonder because I think everybody kind of always looks at Arizona State basketball as like a sleeping giant. I think just their whole athletic program is right, like, and they have football, and football too. As well, football too. It's, it's like, man, this is a gorgeous campus. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a fun party atmosphere mm-hmm. down there in Tempe. You're not too far from a major city in Phoenix. Uh, warm weather year round. If, if you get the right coach in place, right at both the basketball and the football, but like they could be legitimate Pac-12 powerhouses, especially with the amount of former pro athletes who now live in that area because mm-hmm. they all love to golf. Yeah. You know, they all love the golfing. And guess what? They're all, their kids are now from there. I mean, we saw a Dominic Raiola, the center for the Detroit Lions. He used to be the center for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, his kid is one of the top five-star recruits in the class of 2024. Now, he just decommitted from Ohio State. He's like a number one recruit mm-hmm. in the country. That kid is down there because guess what? His dad probably likes to golf. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. His dad probably likes to golf. Exactly. They want to live somewhere warm and hang out. So you're getting more of those kind of kids that are in that area. You'd think Arizona State could capitalize, but instead those kids are getting raided and getting sent to the Big Ten, the SEC, and, and, and all these other And they're taking a butt whipping now through about 20 minutes. 49 this to 23 is still late in the first half. All right. So we got college football going on with the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. We gave you a second half market there. Nothing really for us. But on the other side, we'll talk some more college hoops, NBA, and also the NFL. NFL football. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at 